0: Hello, and welcome to BZ Listening. I am your host, BZ Douglas. Welcome to the third installment of Music Mondays, where I share the songs and stories of grassroots artists that I have been lucky enough to cross paths with. Uh, Today, my guest is Michael Retushin, a.k.a. Larry Elefante. On this show, we will talk about Michael's musical family, his first gigs, his worst gigs, and his new album, I Get Sentimental, recently released on vinyl by way of a successful Kickstarter campaign, and now available on Spotify and Bandcamp. Uh, As always, if you like the show, please throw the episode a good rating and like the page on Facebook. And if you live in my neck of the woods, you can vote for BZ Listening as Best Local Podcast on the 2019 Cleveland Scene Best of Cleveland list until April 11th. Uh, I'll have the link up on the Facebook page. Also, coming up on the show, uh, in a day or two, I'll be interviewing an old friend from high school who is the mother of two trans children. And that has roused her to become an activist for trans rights. Um, this is an issue that has hit home for me recently, um, but I'm gonna—I'll get into all of that and how, what that means uh, when that episode airs, probably uh, if not the end later in this week, uh, the next week. Uh, for now, please enjoy my interview with Michael Rytushin of Larry Elefante. I want to say welcome to my my studio audience. I have, as always, my my lovely wife Deb Zepp in the audience. Hi. And uh, our special guest, a uh, neighbor we met at the most recent carnival, who was a good friend of today's uh, podcast guest, Michael Ratushin. We have. Uh, you can you can say your name or not, but
1: my name's I, my name's Roger. Hill. Roger.
0: I don't want to just out the audience. Deb and I, it's like well, it's us. But hi, my
1: name's Roger Hill. Thanks for having me over.
0: I was just skulking around for free beer. I don't. I don't actually know this guy, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So we have our our first. You, but just to let everyone know, is yes, it's your first night being hot, mic. So if you if now you, this is a thanks, appreciate it's it. a
2: separate line, right? No, it's not recorded together. No, because otherwise we'll just be crunching our popcorn like through all of your audio. No, I'm gonna
0: like drop out just about <laughs> everything, and I'm only gonna bring it in if well. you if you just you've had to say something which you've you've had to on several shows. Um. For so the poignant moments. I often poignant. Poignant, to say. poignant moments. Yeah, so uh, to do a little setup here, just for uh, re you know rehash things for myself, and it and I always uh, my wife will attest that I do need my memory corrected often. Mm. We we built we we've been writing a show about how we met, and it's a built-in bit in the show that uh, she corrects me fucking up telling our story. <laughs> So if I fuck up anything with our story of how we met, please do correct me. I will just admit that fault.
2: We didn't just write that into the play. Those were all real moments that I've actually corrected you in our life that you've been telling stories of our yeah of our past to people, and I'm in like, into, that I is know, not like, what happened.
0: They're, they're real fuck ups, and that they're in the play, and it. I she corrects me on stage, and it makes the audience be like, did they not memorize this, Are they just winging it? It's <laughs> it's funny, but it's it's very precisely written. <laughs> <laughs> the way I fucked up telling stories. Anyway, back so, to back to you. Back to how I met Michael. Uh, I met our mutual friend. The person who brought us together was Eli Elijah Bridges. Elijah Bridges. He uh, was busking. However, mm-hmm. I met him. I don't know if it was an. I think it might have been an open mic. And then he, you know, he came and hung out with me a bit. And then uh, I had been putting on my show, the Carnival, for a while, and I wanted to bring him back. And he said, "Well, actually." Can I do this thing I'm doing? And you, in, it was called Uncle Larry. Uncle Larry, yeah,
1: that was, that was the name.
0: And that's when I met you. You are now you play as Larry Elefante. Yes, our guest today, uh, Michael Ratushin. Yes, uh, it's awesome to finally like. Yeah, the podcast was a great vehicle. Like, no, I actually get to know you. but you've played. You played the most recent show, and and yes, uh, you have just successfully uh, pulled off your Kickstarter. So that. Puts us all where we're at. I'm just going to monologue yes. the opening, and then we'll just rewind everything. Um, See like Pulp Fiction. will start at the beginning, but then flash to the end. I don't know if anyone's ever done that. If it works, if like the audio, if people can even tell like when things change, <laughs> I have to drop in like a title card. Like, 20 minutes later. Still talking. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't answered the question. Yet to get to the point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I do like milk in my coffee. Yes. 20 minutes later.
0: So, uh, yeah, so, uh, well, I'm just cu- With you, I'm really curious. There's like a lot of different places I'm interested in. Your new album on the cover is this uh, awesome picture of your mom. And mm. then your dad is on the back or in the insert? Uh, the, the back cover, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you seem to have a, a pretty cool parents from how, how <laughs> the, the match is showcasing them on your they're album coo- and thanking cool. them. Yeah, they're
1: pretty cool. Um, it's funny because my mom will tell you, she's like, I'm, I'm just not that cool. You know, like, she just happened to had that shirt. I think it was, like, one one point time she was wearing it with the beehive, you know? It was just a really good t- good converging points of uh, of timing, you know? But, uh, yeah, that album cover always stuck out to me. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the photo album itself stuck out to me because it was, like, super, super colorful and just bright and shiny. And all the pictures on the inside were, like, them in, in, in silly-looking places with friends having drinks. My parents, like, didn't, like, really drink in the house. But like, these pictures are then, like, cheersing and having cocktails and... Seemed like they're having, like, a really, really fun time. Like, my parents are, like – they don't, like, really party or anything, you know? So that, that album to me was really fun because it seemed like my parents were partying at that point in time, you know? And were you, were you were you in the picture
0: to... at that time? No, this is, like, 68. Oh, okay. So I, I wasn't even, like – I wasn't even a mistake yet, you know? <laughs> well, that, that explains why they were just, you know, so lighthearted and, and well put together and having fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I like, I just like the,
1: the aesthetic of that point in time, you know, like the clothing and just the ha- the hairstyles, and just
0: stuff. the photo quality too. It's immediately yeah. evocative of, yeah, like just the wave. a memory.
1: Yeah. Like, but the, it was like, a, it was a Polaroid. I, I hadn't realized the Polaroid uh, uh, Polaroid itself was the picture that um, the camera salesman had like taken of her. It was a candid shot of her while well, she was, she was sh- there specifically defined Polaroid cameras and she's looking at them and if, in the picture. And I never noticed this till later she's like hold she's like, kind of like has her hands on a polaroid camera and the guy was like hey and she just kind of looked up it was like snap You know, it's like a nice candid moment you know i think that's why that picture like stuck out to me so much because it was like you couldn't pose like that perfectly if you wanted to it would probably take so many takes to get that perfect image you know
0: but i just like it, it told a nice story you know yeah did um so were they uh all influential in setting you on, on like a musical path yeah, mom, for sure, because she played piano. And we had a player
1: piano growing up. I don't know if you've ever seen one of those. You know player piano. I know
0: of them. I've never seen a real one in
1: person. Well, well if you're ever in Youngstown, my parents just, just spent some bucks to get it fixed. And then the, the guy that was fixing it was like, you should put an engine on it, it won't affect anything. So you could still pump the pedals to make the rolls go, or you could turn it on and it will do it for you. And we were playing it. We invited some friends over for Christmas just recently uh, to play the player piano and get drunk and sing songs. But there was, like, some kind of a leak in the line. It was so old. It hadn't been serviced for years. So you're pumping, like, for your life, and it's playing the song in the slowest tempo possible. So like, all the songs that are around 75 tempo seem to kind of be just slow just enough get to get really,
0: work. really drunk, and it yeah. all seemed perfectly normal. So we were singing the YMCA, and it was just like,
1: Why? it's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. Y M C A. It was just so progressively <laughs> slow, you know, but it, it, it made it that more fun, you know. But it will be fixed soon. So if you ever want to make a trip to Youngstown, we can go there and play the properly uh, configured time. piano. It's fun. The My piano. parents
0: have a lot of really good roles, too. I was surprised. There's like. They should just charge admission, like have just, you know, like open hours where you can, like, Book a room, come by with some friends, and sing around and play your piano. piano. <laughs> we we just, slowly just pay off
2: that. the repairs and just yeah. inviting yeah. over neighbors and locals.
1: Well, parents uh, so, like, we don't really host parties anymore, so my mom like, really wanted company. And like, We're friends with a lot of musicians. My brother's a musician, and all of his friends, and a lot of my friends are like, that's who was there. Like, when you know,
0: did you first pick up the guitar?
1: Not until I was like 17. Oh, really? We, we did piano growing up. Oh, you know? okay. So
0: you already had a bit of like the vocabulary of music in you. Well,
1: yeah, music was a big thing in the house. It was always like rocking the oldies channel. You know, that was always like a thing. And the player piano, mom was always playing piano. And yeah, so we, we, we grew up like sitting in front of the piano, pumping those pedals and singing along with the songs because it's like these little scrolls and they, and they have like these little cuts out of it and like where the air passes through where it doesn't pass through is when it knows what notes to play but it's like almost like four hands are playing so There's like two, two it's like a middle low mid, and low part there's a middle high and a, and a high part so it's just like full on just keys going crazy so you know, you're watching that and you're singing along and you're feeling it so it kind of just like innately is part of who you are you know if you guys came to the house and sang songs with us with the pian- my, my mom would love it we had so much fun before uh, but all we could think about is that the pace was proper some of the songs we're going to pull the pace back because the YMCA was just too fun
0: like that. So we're going to do a few like that, but yeah, I'll, I'll be in touch and we will come figure We out. will figure out a day to come over and meet you at your mom's house and have a sing along around this player. And piano. she
1: wants to have, They want to have another, another party soon. Once it was fixed, they want to go back and do it. So I'm
2: down. Oh, I'm she down, she down for a sing along at your mom's house. Specifically ask for
1: <laughs> musician friends, you know, <laughs>
3: Couldn't stand to look that long. Maybe I did you wrong. Okay, I did you wrong last time. There they go again, breaking Daddy's heart. Girl, I used the love, took it all Drove off in that little red car It's hard to find your way back home When you're not quite sure the way drive nearly 3,000 miles And it can be just a road away One short road from where you are There they go again Breaking Daddy's heart Love to
0: If it doesn't seem necessary, but this is, this will be the f- first podcast where I'm stoned. Cool, but I'm blaming really? you because you you enjoy getting I, stoned. I would. I, I've never. I don't think I've had another guest where it's like they're like, "I'm gonna smoke this." Is that cool? And <laughs> I of, wish I was smoking. Of this course, right I'm now. not gonna say no. But I haven't had a guest over, and I'm the one who's be like. Hey, uh, you might you want to go out on the porch? Okay, well I'm gonna go. Like, <laughs> uh, so I felt like be, uh, the you know I'm being responsible and just like well I'm letting you be you. Yeah,
2: well that's what if you guys go so off this on is
0: tangents. Listening first is all I was saying. Okay? Go so off I've on tangents—that's that what
2: editing is for.
0: I'm really
1: good at taking the blame too. <laughs> True, I'm pretty good at that. Whether it's my fault or not, it looks like it's my fault. I had a teacher come in, um, our Spanish teacher in high school. Uh, Ms. Shovel, she, got, she was pregnant and at one point she went on maternity leave and her sub came in and she's like, she comes in and, she, and she's like writing a name on the board. She's like, hello, my name is Mrs. and she stops. She's like, you look like a weasel. I'm going to watch you and I was like, fine, whatever. Fine. What grade was this? I think it was my junior year. Sophomore or you junior year. You look like and I a weasel. Marijuana uh, helps. But I am always laughing at things inside my head. I'm generally entertained about everything. Everything to me is hilarious, and uh, especially when I'm stoned, it's like I can't not uh, imagine you doing weird things. Like, just I don't know, it's like so. I don't know. So yeah, uh, I appear to be. Uh, I have a weasel-like face. Uh,
0: can or, you can already. you send us a picture of you from this grade? So I could probably. We find can you probably we can, can share it on the on the Facebook page.
1: Just <laughs> well, just imagine uh, a lot less weight. I have, a, I have a neck.
0: I'll post I, I, it with a pole. Like, I, I, does I, 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 this I, I kid look like a weasel to you? I have a chin.
1: That's a difference. main a difference. I have a chin.
0: Yeah. Less and less. Well, I had a chin And more then. facial
1: hair. Mm. Yeah. Actually, back then it was like for my eyeballs down. Straight <laughs> hair.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a tough shave right there when you got to shave over the bag. You ever had to shave your eye?
1: Your eye, Lesley, for? Yeah.
0: Welcome to my world. One of my favorite stories from the um, there's a oral history of the punk scene called uh, "Please Kill Me." Iggy Pop uh, talks about he shaved his eyebrows off and then painted himself silver for a show <laughs> and then found out the hard way that you need eyebrows. To stop sweat from going into your eyes. (laughs) And so he basically played the show blind because the silver paint completely like he couldn't get it out. It was just pouring into his eyes for the whole show. Oh, man. So it makes my eyes hurt. Just one of the I like to throw that disclaimer out there like eyebrows. You kind of need them. Good for something.
2: Yeah. All those girls have been shaving them and drawing them in.
0: They must not don't, be doing any strenuous to the sweaty club. or painting themselves silver.
1: I, I, I'm not sure if this is a, a correct stat or not, but I'm guessing that per capita, the most tattooed on eyebrows would be in New Jersey, right? Or Florida? I'm thinking New Jersey though. Like I mean, to
2: look like eyebrows, I mean, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. like tattoo, the tattoo mom. Yeah, like the Jersey girls. It's not the mess with them, you know. Probably, I don't know. I'm You're always reason. drawing them on. I don't. I, I don't like to, understand that. I would like that. Like it doesn't to challenge me. anyone
0: listening this to find that stat and F- find us. Find and us. Email us once you locate which state has the most tattooed eyebrows per capita. eyebrows. and you will receive eyebrows. courtesy of the BZ Douglas a, a free download of Michael Rautian Larry Elefante's new band. We will pay for that free download. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> That, I have no long, idea where we were. Game. We got off into a tangent. I mentioned I was high, but we were talking he, he about your blame, really cool blame me for something, musical and family differ. and and piano, and you started playing guitar when you were seventeen. That's true. I did. And how how hard did you go at it, or was it like, or you know, were you like, I want this? And uh, how formal was your yeah your education?
1: Well, my my neighbor Jason Mowry, was this really uh, fun quirky guitar player. I like what he did. He was kind of like simultaneously playing like. Rhythm, bassy notes, and like kind of lead licks. So I kind of I learned from him. He taught me how to play like one Grateful Dead song, Ripple. But I just like watching him play and it made me want to play guitar, you know, because he, like, he had like a really creative way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And it was like of our neighborhood, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so that kind of made me just want to get a guitar. And yeah. Learn.
0: And so then when you got your own, uh, where did you start and, and how did you? Because you've got a, you seem to have a really polished and, and strong technique. Like you go to a lot of, Chords, and I remember we having a conver- we had a conversation in a bar about like capos. We're like, I just don't get it. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> you're a very muscle different memory. guitar player for me, and you seem to be a bit more like you—you—you you, you just have this more versatile technique and 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 a deeper understanding of uh, uh, chords and shapes and, and the physicality of it all.
1: I don't know what I'm doing though, so I don't necessarily have the understanding. I, I, no? I, I know, like, um, I could play like basic, uh, like, I, I know how to play a, a chord on different frets, but um. Extensive knowledge, not so much. What's up, dude?
0: He will. I promise, he won't ever be down here.
1: I think it's fun when that happens.
0: Uh, yeah, know, it's it's we had cool we here. had a
1: Charlie break. Uh, Charlie, Charlie, where'd you go, Charlie? Little fella, come back!
0: Don't he will come back? That's fine. <laughs> we could ask him questions. <laughs> Just have, him,
1: have him ask. So, the questions. Charlie,
0: what do you think about this album? I don't think about this
1: album. I don't like it, Father. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but Jason, You sounds just like him. The Jason Mowry School of Music. That's where I'm from. The Jason Mowry School. Of the music. Jason Mowry. So once
0: yep. you got a guitar, then was he kind of like your mentor? Did you just, or did you, he, who you? He taught me some. With? He taught me some
1: good, some great stuff. Yeah, but he also cheated. Like I, I cheat. You know, like it's just like it's not a. It sounds good, standard, right? Standard. Yeah, just like who feel, cares? It just kind of feel stuff. Yeah, but from there, he taught me how to play Ripple. Gave me some. Like I hope I still have those notes somewhere. Cause I'd be cool, some pretty cool relics to see these charts, maybe some charts. Uh, I tried to learn the best I could, Ska- like scales or chords. I think he was teaching me sort of both, you know.
0: I remember once I I was busking and not busking. It was I had a guitar and I was in New York. Uh, I think I was I was there with like a show from Ohio. Actually, we got in like the Fringe Festival. This was like in like two, two thousand one. So I had a guitar and I was sitting in Columbus Square and I was just playing. And I don't know where this – you know, this guy comes up to me and I expect, you know, or I'm just like, oh, you know, something. And he he just wanted – it's like, hey, can I see your guitar? And he, he played awesome. He just did all these amazing licks. I'm like, Phew, man, I'm not going – I'm nothing. And then before he left, he took a notebook I had with me and he drew out – this is the scale Jimmy Page practiced with. This is the spider scale. And this is the uh, – this is the scale that so and so practiced, like Hendrix used, and uh, I still have it somewhere in one of my, like, my old journals. Spider and then scale. He, then mm-hmm. he then he just like like cool man thanks and left, and it was like ah oh, that's that's good. I still have those scales. I need to go back to them someday. I haven't yeah.
1: Well, that's how you learn. That's where it's all on the scales. I need to learn the scales because when I'm playing by myself, I don't, I don't have like, a, I can't do lead licks. Mm. If it's a, if it's a basis in myself, I can't, really, I don't like really lick it up. I can't really do that. I have like five tricks, and I can do them in any particular combination. So I'm very, I have only, only so much I could really do. So I need to, I need to work on meandering through scales a lot mm-hmm. more. So I cheated that part, like you know, because I would watch Jay play, and he, he would do things the right way, he also do them the wrong way quote-unquote, you know, use his thumb to play on the bass string, you know? And, you know what I mean? As opposed to doing, like, the, the bar with the finger. So you would, would do, use his thumb a lot more Yeah, than you're supposed to. I, I, and I, I wanted to sound like Jay, so I, I, did, I did it the same way, you know? So I, look, I looked through his notes, and then eventually I just bought, like, a Jim Croce book, yeah. a Grateful Dead book, a Marley book, a Fish Well, the Marley thing is, if you, book, you get know?
0: the sound, the, I mean, I'm just a believer in, like, if you get the sound you like mm-hmm. from it, And you can move that way, and you can play the songs you want to play, fine. Mm -hmm. If one day comes where it's like to do what you need to do, move between two chords, you have to bar it, you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there's a right or a wrong way in that restu- regard. Other than like, well, if you learn it this other way, it opens up possibilities or something like that. Like, I I see a, an argument for that, but I don't see an argument to judge someone because they 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 wrap their thumb around instead of the bar. If like I can't tell the difference when I'm listening to it.
1: Yeah, I think it's just a matter of technique, you know, and what how you get from point A to point B, like you said, mm-hmm. and just preference. I actually, like I like Bob Weir a lot from the Grateful Dead. I'm not like a huge Dead Deadhead, but I like what he, his role. He has like these kind of really t- a tasty lick rhythms. Sec- yeah. It's like it's almost like he's kind of soloing, but he's not soloing. Jerry Garcia was hitting all the solo stuff, but he was kind of he had these really tasty licks, and it was kind of I don't say odd rhythm stuff, but it's like it's filling a lot of space. You know, yeah. it's, it's busy rhythm stuff. But I, I really enjoy the pocket and bass. Like I love bass. I love the pocket. You know, I don't know the pocket this term. The term. Just just holding. The, just holding the, the, the ball there, you know, and everyone else kind of dances around it, you know. So basically, like if it's rhythm, a rhythm guitar and in a, in a bass, and just the, the kick and the snare, that's the pocket, you know. Okay. And everything kind of floats in and out of that. Solos come in and out of that. It's like you know, everything's kind of based off of. Nice. It.
3: i try. Yeah.
0: When do you first start, like, writing your own tunes and forming your own band? I played, I played my first open stage with Jason Mowry, actually, my
1: teacher, at a coffee shop, and it was so bad. I think we did, like, Willie and the Poor Boys, but, uh, or Down in the Corner. Dun, dun, uh, you know, it was so bad. It was so awkward. I think I probably crapped myself four times. And it, I, think, I think we're going to do maybe two or three songs, but after that song, it was like... All right, I want to thank Mike for uh, his one song. You know, <laughs> it was so bad. It was so awkward. It was also another another young. Uh, were no, you just playing? Were you just playing on it? Or were you singing too? No, I was just playing. Yeah, I didn't have any interest in attempting that. You know. Yeah, but then I, then I went off to OU, and that's when I started like you know writing my own stuff. You know. Were you going
0: for uh, music?
1: No, I, w- I went. I studied. I went to study graphic design and painting. Yeah, both of which
0: have really panned out. You gotta. Um, <laughs> You're a great painter. I love the I love know. the stuff you do. I've have. I, I was so excited shapes. when you brought over the two candles, and I, <laughs> I love
1: the. Well, the word great know. shouldn't. We shouldn't throw the word great around. Um, yeah. So so it's not so great. slippery. You know. You don't like great. Well, no, I don't think I'm great at anything. Uh,
0: but um, I'm, I'm happy I'm, with. I, I make
1: colors go in different shapes. I'm a gosh, I'm a gosh, and I'm a gosh, and painter. you are a gosh darn good painter. I think I you got to take gosh sometimes. darn. I get paint good sometimes. Sometimes. But I, we actually, I, I did kind of like try to form a band. I mean, it was like the first day of, um, in the dorms, we had like the first meet, like dorm room meeting, you know, it was your floor and your mod, you know, and we were, and I remember seeing Nick Philandro loading his drums in, and I remember seeing my old like mod mate, Luke. Macintosh loading his drums And I'm like Nice I had a guitar And like a really crappy amp And There's one So we're all down there In in, in the room And after the meeting's over There was like four or five of us that stood behind We're like Hey can we play music in this room And, and we immediately went back to, to my dorm room And we just smoked Like a ton of pot And like we had some liquor I'm not sure how we got We were all like 20 years old We had like some old, I think I might have Jack Daniels or something And someone else had beer So we just sat in my room And listened to whatever, like, really makeshift recordings we had on cassette, you know, from four tracks and stuff, and just started jamming in the, in the dorm room mod. Then we started doing, like, open stages. And then from there, I started uh, a bake called Cranberry Sauce, which was, like, kind of like a little, kind of a jammy little funky thing, you know, down in Athens. It was, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we kind of lacked direction, like you would imagine any college band would, you know? Mm-hmm. We played some good shows. We packed the house and stuff like that. There was some really good stuff in there. I feel like when we were practicing frequently, I noticed that it was definitely um, the progression of it was like kind of addicting, you know. Mm-hmm. Writing the material, seeing it start to come, and then like seeing it in front of a, uh, in front of a crowd, people were responding to it, and then like uh, just each show being different, and it, you know, you keep building those, those higher moments, which you end up being part of the
0: song, you know. Now, were you like, <clears throat> were you just playing local venues with the band, or were you getting going out? We did mostly further? just Athens at that point. We think we did a couple Columbus shows.
1: We did one show in West Virginia At um Parkersburg Where Luke was from And I think it was like There was like a little venue Inside the bar I think it was called Like the pump room Or the pump lounge Or something There was like all these Like old You know Gas station pumps Lower line the walls There was a little stage And we came in there To play like the pump the, the pump the pump room Or like the pump I don't know Something Something like You'd think like Where folks Who like driving trucks Would hang out And drink beers and catch an occasional honky-tonk You know <laughs> But here, here comes these three kids from Athens Who were like Fucking stoned. I think we smoked like Someone gave me a, a bunch of hash And we smoked a bunch of hash And I'm like laying in my yard An hour before we're getting ready to leave And we just like We're not We can't function So but we get in the car We drive to Parkersburg Barely get there We set up We do like our kind of jammy thing And people hate They hated us They fucking hated us so much They were like They were so indifferent to our presence I don't think any, any, anybody clapped at all after any song. We, we did this one song called Camel Toe, and it was like they did not like that one. the, the best part of it, the best part about it, was like we played our last song, which was like this kind of real cool, it's the like kind of country, like twangy, and like I remember we finished our we finished playing, and then this woman was like, "I'd rather hear myself thinking." That's like all the applause we got for the whole night was for her fucking I'd rather hear my- myself thinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's the applause we got. Um, but then we played that one kind of hillbilly song, and people seemed to actually like that one. We got a couple of hoots. You know, we got a few cheers after that song was over, but before then,
0: rather hear myself thinking. Maybe she really just likes the sound of her own thoughts. It's true. Will someone turn on CSI? <laughs> what the hell? Why are these kids here, y'all? <laughs> Why y'all why y'all here in this bar? All why the y'all... damn bar TVs are muted
1: because of you. Why y'all why y'all in the pump room? Put up put the matlock back on. <laughs>
3: You put on that skirt, I'm calling up my boss. I ain't coming in the word. Butter up your bread, put a little pork on the fork. Cracking up a bottle, throw away the cork. What's so real about you? It ain't the color of your hair. What's so cool about you? Certainly ain't them clothes that you wear Little girl, you best be fair You ain't toyin' with a boy, I'm a man From my shelf, smoking cigarettes that she rolls herself. She may be skinny, but Lord, oh Lorda, can she cook? And I fold her like the pages in her favorite book. Butter up your bread, put a little pork on the fork. Crack another bottle. So What's so real about you? you? It ain't the color of your hair. What's, What's so, so cool, cool about you? you? Silly ain't them clothes you wear. Little girl, you gotta be fair. Don't talk That's with your boy. Cookin' that dinner for me Got that whole house smelling oh so, so sweet Neighbors peekin' in nose noses They tryin' to sneak a street But you better get steppin' Cause this food is only for me Water off your bread Put that pork on for fork Crack another bottle Throw away that cork What's so, so real about, about you? It ain't the color of your hair. What's so cool about you? you? Certainly ain't them clothes that you wear. Little girl you best be fair. You ain't with a
0: boy. I'm a man. I'm a man. So is that your best, worst roads no, to I've gig story? I've had so story? many bad shows. Yeah, we played so many bad shows. Do you th- what do you think the worst show you've played is?
1: Oh man, I don't know. Maybe maybe this one Athens Halloween was probably the worst. Um my amp I plug my amp in and we're getting ready to sound check and the amp blows, the fuse. And like stage. N- Big stage, yeah. Athens Halloween. Like pl- I think they gave us they gave us like ten thirty slot. This was your amp? Was huge stage. Yeah. Like your amp or like the house. My my, my amp, the head bot. Like and we we're playing Athens Halloween. It's like thousands and thousands of people in the street. It's like a huge party. There, at that point, there's only one stage. And it was like the main stage. We're playing at 10.30. So there's like only one band after us, you know? So we're like, we're like they, they, just, they told us we're hot shit. So we got to play well. And we, that show, we had Scotty playing drums, Scotty Fortmall, Brian Turner on keys, Drew Dyer on bass, and myself. Um, and we're up on stage. And I have like this really, really bad pink fluffy dress that I found on. And I rolled around in the dirt and like poured wine on myself, and I had lips over my face. And I like, it was just like, I was, I was, my caution I was a mess. You know, and I was, we were all hammer drunk on accident. Cause mm-hmm. it's just gonna happen that way, cause Athens does that sometimes. Yeah. We get up there, I plug in my amp, blows a fuse. No one has a fuse, cause who, who the, you know, no one carries fuses <laughs> for a fucking amp around. Like, you don't do that. No, and nobody would let me borrow their amp. So really? I to, so I had to plug. My pet, all like, my shit directly into the board. Do they all
0: think you're like jinxed at this point? Or well, like that you're, you don't well, know what you're doing? Do you cause so it or something?
1: The, the, the next band I say does not want to share because they don't want, their, I mean, they just don't. There's, no, there's just so many tangibles that they go wrong, you're screwed. Like, you know, you're up there, you're on an island, you know? So, like, I don't, I don't blame them. I wasn't mad yeah. at them, but I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. So, I had to go direct. So, okay. my guitar went into my pedals, my pedals went into the soundboard. Mm-hmm. So, I don't have an amp. I have no, and like, part of my sound is based off of the distortion channel on my amp. And my reverb is there. And also, I get feedback from it. Feedback's a big part. All, the, all that is really important to like, what I was, my sound I was doing, you know? And I can't fucking hear myself, you know? And I'm, and I'm singing out of key more. You can't, like, because you can't I can't hear, hear my, your vocals in the monitor? Or I you? can't hear my guitar because it's all coming through the monitor. So it's hard to, like, and at this point, like, I, we, don't, we don't know what we're doing. Like, we don't, we don't have, like, I need more. I need, you know, you just kind of go with it. We started playing the show, and it was like, it was not turning back. So I break a string because I'm playing super hard because I can't hear myself.
0: Ah.
1: And then I break another string, and I'm like, I, I I I break two strings like in one song. So I'm like, I have to take a break. So Wait, so you
0: broke? Did you break the other one? Like you restrung? You no, like, I broke a string, or a, you just kept pushing through. Yeah, I broke yeah a string. No, you can't restring. It, we
1: got we got to play through. Yeah. Then I break another string. <sighs> and I'm like, shit. I don't know what I'm doing, so I not I don't I can't go past my five tricks. You know? How how big is the band you're playing? You got a bass? Four piece. So you well, got a bass, another guitar. Drums, and bass, guitar, keys, drum, uh, drums, bass, guitar, keys.
0: That I mean, I'll, I'll get at least that. I mean, like, I feel like what you're describing is, like, that's, like, the kind of, like, singer-songwriter, like, nightmare mm-hmm. where, like, it's just you. And oh, you break yeah. a string and, like, okay, I can try and carry on and then, like, boom, another one. No, like, is, that's, this, like, this, you this, know, this being is, naked in, in in school nightmare. This is I singer- would rather
1: be naked in school.
0: But you had at least, I mean, was the band able to, like, will carry we, it on Well yeah like at that that but we're also out the audience we're in, take we're in
1: front of like thousands thousands of people Yeah like we're talking about the whole street flooded full of freaking people who are at a party and we we're responsible for their fucking Is mood. that
0: like a ra- I'm, I'm trying to picture it is it being, like a rowdy crowd that's just doing other shit and there's rowdy. a band that happens to be there no there's a, versus like everyone's music there, is there like there. facing the stage and like we're here to see a fucking show we're, we're talking about
1: three three blocks okay of like two two lanes and two and two parking lanes full of people Thousands. Of, we're talking. Th- this is like a, this is like a national party. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Thousands and thousands of people, and this is at prime time, like ten o'clock at night, ten thirty. So it's like everyone's in the street. It's fu- thousands of people. You know, it's like it's like the, the it's like the big you know the biggest league you can get in Athens. You know, so I break two strings and I'm like, I'm I'm pissed. You know, I'm already drunk and I'm like and I'm, I, look, I look like a, like an, like an idiot. Cause I'm like covered in makeup and I'm wearing his dress and things are just going wrong. So the band starts playing. And I'm like, I'm trying to change these strings. I'm having trouble because I only had like, you know, two backups, but they were also like older ones. So I'm trying to like unfold the end. And I'm like trying to get it through and I can't fit the strings through. And then like the keyboardist decides to take to break out the guitar. And he's standing there with the guitar, And he, he just, he, he starts to walk towards the front of the stage during his jam. And I'm not sure if he tripped over a cable or what it was. He tripped over a mic cable. The mic cable was attached to one of the overheads. It falls over and like, com- like almost like cartoonishly, the whole drum kit like falls apart. <laughs> like the overhead like falls falls on the drum kit and it like, falls into like fourteen pieces. You know. So now it's just. Key,
0: now, and now it's just oh, I'm sorry.
1: So now it's just a guitar and a bass. I'm so
0: hard. I'm just, I'm just bent over like laughing at the yeah, fucking fine. tragedy of this picture in my head that's forming. Just the, a, a fucking guitar. That was a cursed guitar at this point. What, what year was it? Like 2004. <laughs> I think I was there. You i don't think i noticed though i don't
1: know how i mean i don't think you would care either way i think you probably enjoyed it more yeah i you know, probably would enjoy it more but yeah we're down to two people now we're down to drew on bass and, and brian Turner on keys and scotty's like i don't know what to do i can't get this back together and so i think we finished the show like you don't that. give that up
0: after the drum set just like it's like i'm out
1: <laughs> Do the drums fell apart and we? Could, I think maybe we put up something, some of it back together and like maybe the guitar. Came, I don't know. Dude, but It was so bad.
0: Twenty minute guitar solo. <laughs> I mean, I,
1: I'm sure I, play, I played worse than that, than that, honestly. But uh, that was like the most chaotic mess of a show I've ever been involved in. And, and and it wouldn't have mattered if it wasn't in front of like thousands of people. It was, it was like our first chance at like a prime time slot. You know it was like there's a picture of like, drew and i drew it in the basement of at bagel street and i'm just like
0: you 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 know for a fact so upset if another if the other band had lent you their amp you would have blown the fuse on that too i'm pretty no, sure they're so we, glad they didn't we, but we, we, we like, you were that crowd so out. cursed in that set there's no way you wouldn't have blown whatever amp someone loaned you
1: no way dude because if that amp would have worked we would have rocked the house Nothing would have gone wrong. So how about this? So th- we played the year before at like seven o'clock, and like I think Luke was in a bad mood, so we just played like you know something was going something something went wrong in that show. I can't remember what it was. So we do it again, and it's like that goes on. So like a couple of years later, we moved to LA, uh, and we're all out there, and and so now we have a new band called The Squid, So our drummer like um, just didn't want to play anymore. He wanted some time to himself, so we picked up our buddy Adam Darling, started a new band called The Squid. So we're like, yeah, we're we hit up Jonathan We're like, Jonathan who puts the party on We're like, we want to come home and play It's like, yeah, come home and play 10.30 slot Bang, we're playing right before Papadozio, who's like really big um, Throughout the country And like at that point in time Was like blowing up The front of Athens So we have the second to last slot Which is like 11 o'clock at night We fly in, we set up And it is like We're all feeling great, man It's a great year, it's warm We start playing our first song And like right at the beginning of the chorus My guitar cuts out and we had, like, Warren Adam. Adam were like, dude, every time we play Halloween, some shit goes wrong. So just, like, let's just be ready to go. No matter what happens, we're going to just make it work. And, like, playing the chorus, and all of a sudden, my like, guitar just cuts out. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck. And we're talking, we're talking like, the first, the first, like, the first part of the song. It isn't like we're, like, you know, we're at the end of the show and, like, something. Song one. And I, I just got the crowd all First one,
0: song one. Yeah, first chorus. Yeah, or, or yeah,
1: chorus. <laughs> it was funny. The best thing I was I had just said to the crowd like, "Hey," uh, and this is like, so we're at the Costa side now, and there's that one Annex house, that frat boy Annex house with the big balcony.
0: Just so I'm remembering, this is after that other worst show. This we is know. like years ago. Oh okay. wait,
1: so, yeah, oh wait, this is oh wait.
0: And were you? I, I don't know why I had it thought like, were you about to like t- warn the audience like we might be. Cursed with this Halloween show. We weren't we weren't
1: a drummer only. We're like, we just want a drummer, hey shit, every time we've done this, shit has gone wrong. Every time. And last time was was epically. So you just warned the drummer. Yeah.
0: You didn't warn the audience,
1: like No, no, no.
0: Just or at least point out the fire exits to
1: them at this point. Well, there's this there's this frat boy annex house over here full of chodlers. and like there's this they're always in the balcony (laughs) drinking and like, dude, bro, party what up. Hey. I had braids in there, braids are for girls only, dude. I'm like just like just yelling shit at you because there's there's no way you can get twenty feet in the air and smack him silly, you know. So they have this huge McCain sign. It's like during the Obama McCain election. And there's like this probably like nine by six foot McCain sign, and I was just like, Hey, Athens, Ohio, or the squid from L.A. We have a long way to be here. I'll give anybody hundred dollars. I'll give anybody hundred dollars to hit that fucking McCain sign down from over there. You hear like this, ah, fuck, like all this rumbling, and we just start playing the show. We start playing, you know. <laughs> at one point, I'm like, yeah, fuck these guys over here. Fuck these frat boy pieces of shit.
0: Wait, but then, like, fuck. you and biffed like, out mid chorus after, like, calling them out? That sucks. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> then, but like,
1: it, the guitar kicked out, and I was just like, I look back at the drummer, it's the table, I was on tape, I look at the drummer, just like, and all of a sudden, it's like, it kicks back in, and we're like, oh, and he goes, frat, ta- we go right back into the song, and it was like oh. man, the, whole, the
0: whole set went really well. It was oh, like, good, good, good! I thought redemption. that was the opening yeah. to like the sequel of the disaster.
1: But it was like it was just so fun. I mean, it was just like it was so nice to like redeem yourself.
3: No porn ring, one foot in the mud, one, one foot, foot in, in the dirt. Looking for that lady, she might save my life. I'm a drunk young man in a wriggled old shirt. Ain't got no new shoes to shine. Half the water on may be broken, but it's mine. Cigarette in her lips, she's smoking with distress Walking down my street in a polka dot dress Something in those eyes cannot be dispersed She inside such a walk that can never be rehearsed The lady gonna take and break my life She's too late already, got a bottle for I went from 345 to 356 I want to play without one single kiss. 345 and 356. Won't somebody please tell I me mean, what's wrong with this?
1: Dude, that totally came to fruition, <laughs> right in front of all of our faces.
0: Oh, it did. We had we had Full some good uh, we had some good Californian conversation about uh, how we you know we move we move a little quicker. We gotta get through our words, so yeah, things got- come to fruition when we talk about civil liberties. We're talking about the Constitution, and uh, <laughs> I call them I have- civil liberties. That's the Our civ libs You know They're Cib-libs. important You know You gotta read the constitution Cib-libs. Law big words They spell them all the way out And you gotta get used I'm drinking all Michael's beer That's perfect
1: it's What y'all are y'all talking about?
0: They're congratulating I think on you're, drinking up all the beer and you're, you're up to the squid
1: You're uh, up to the squid I'm up to the squid in my knuckles
0: So yeah. Squid up until uh, L E. What oh, yeah, about the, so you, the Squid? You're Larry Elef- you were the Squid, now you're Larry Elefante. Who, Who are we're, you playing with on this album? Well,
1: the album's got so many people on it. There's a ton of people on it. Yeah. Um, members of Turquoise make appearances. The drummer from Turquoise is on the whole gosh darn thing. Mm-hmm. Burp. My buddy Dan Africano on bass uh, from Elephant Wrecking Ball, John Brown's buddy. Uh, my buddy Jeremy Schaefer from Athens on keys. There's just so many people to name. It's so hard. Yeah. Same everybody. But it's, it's a combination of like a you lot of You wanna shout
0: them out or you got any, you know, you know I could try to go through the know, whole list. Not, we got, we got go. Mikey
1: Karuba, Michael Elijah Karuba, we got Dan Africano, we got Scott Flynn. we got Jeremy Schaefer, we got my cousin Carrie Ann Ratusham, we got Sammy Garrett, Eli Bridges Elidges, if you already called out. Shira Elias, uh Eli Bridges, um Connor Grant's on there, all of Mama Juke plays the opening track. Uh, John Wirt, Amos Rose, Peter Neal, um you Rashad was just there when I was there to record vocals. We put Rashad on vocals because he was just hanging out. And we're like, why not have Rashad on the album, you know? Yeah. Um, Nick Zubin, Nate Bright, Ren Fenton. Holy cow.
0: Did you um, record all this in one place?
1: We recorded the bulk of it in Athens with Eddie Ashworth at the Oxide Shed. Um, Eddie Ashworth recorded like a bunch of stuff, 80s, 90s. Um, he recorded the Once Bitten and Twice Shy he recorded a, a, a good chunk of that Sublime Sublime album, mm. including what I got, um, which was a big part of my my high school delinquency. You know, I, I said it on every interview I've done so far. It's like Eddie Ashworth was a part of my high school delinquency. He didn't know it. He had no idea. <laughs> and I know who he is, but he like you know he was a big part of me getting to where.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Just the fact that I met him down the line was pretty funny to me to begin with. But you know, majority of the album was recorded at his place, his home studio at, at uh, Kurovich Road called the Oxide Shed. Yeah, we did like the drums and bass over a course of 12 hours and then started plugging stuff in, brought the keys out there, guitar out there. Pretty much, I'd say 95% of the album was recorded there. The rest, there was...
0: Was it over a short period of time or like... Almost a year to a year. I mean, mean, yeah, because it sounded like you have... I know Eli was in New York and I didn't know if these people were like spread all over the place and you just had to...
1: Well, I had Mama Ju came through to play Jack Eos when I was there and part of the goal was we are going to record... Their parts after uh, the after the show, but things derailed fast, and uh, yeah, it ended up being six in the morning real fast, and we just never uh, recorded anything. So eventually, I drove up there uh, on a trip and recorded in the basement uh, where they recorded their the backtrack originally. Mm. Yeah, so but most of it was recorded at Eddie's place, and then. Some parts are, I recorded uh, Sammy and Shearer's vocals on one of the songs at, in, in the stairwell at the Rex Theater, yeah, in Pittsburgh. For example, some of the tracks recorded at other people's home studios, Los Angeles, uh, New York, New Jersey, uh, Denver, and and for Sam Optyon Booty, he recorded his guitar in Tel Aviv, Israel. Man, yeah. So we it's, it's like kind of a spread thing. Like I recorded my mo- my mother's vocals uh, in the kitchen at her at her house because I happened to be with the rig and the mics. I'm like, do you want to? Would you mind singing some vocal and you know? So she jumped on the track.
0: It was which cool. which songs are she on? Uh, the opening
1: she song. Oh, I I get sentimental. Nice. I'm starting to slur a little bit here because this beer is pretty strong. Good thing you drank. Good thing you drank most of the beer, Roger.
0: This That's is a uh, pro- yeah. This has definitely been the most libaceous uh, podcast we've been on. Pretty libaceous. Um, so I mean, uh, it's been libaceous mm-hmm. having you. Uh, look for Larry Elefante on Spotify. Uh, are you going to keep selling the, the vinyl and cassettes?
1: Yeah, I'm going to have the vinyl, cassettes, CDs also available through Bandcamp. But also I'll have them at me at shows, you know, so that's the main thing. So the opening, the actual album release party is March 8th. All right. The first one, I'm doing two of them. Uh, one in Athens, because you got to do Athens, that's where it's recorded. It's got the most Athens players on it, so it's home, mm-hmm. home base, you know. So we're going to record... Um, I'm sorry, record. We're going to do the album release party in Athens, Casa Nueva, Casa Catina, on March 8th with our good friends Ernie Johnson from Detroit, who are from Cincinnati. Nine piece Afrofunk band. They're like a ton of fun. Mm. And we'll have some, uh, we'll have a pretty full stage. I think there'll be like 22 of us at the end, end of the night who've been on that stage at Casa. So it should be a feat. Uh, whether we can pull it off or not, it's a different story. But I'm doing the same lineup with Ernie Johnson the week afterwards in Youngstown at the West Side Bowl. So I have a little northeast release and we'll a little southeast release too, you know.
0: Cool. Yeah, well, I hope I can make it out to that uh, Youngstown show. And, That'd be great. Uh, the best way to follow you, where you, where you, like feeding people, you got a website or? Uh, I'm just
1: doing the Facebook thing for right now because uh, I'm lazy and haven't done a website yet.
0: All right, I'll talk to you after the show, maybe. Because
1: because all the discussion, you do web designs. I do web designs. I,
0: I you can do all the graphics. Brownies are and strong. I can make it work. Don't talk about
1: the brownies. Roger, just mind your own business. If you're, All just, right. if you're gonna sit there and look at me <laughs> and give me those looks, then just keep it to yourself,
0: Buster Brown. Okay.
1: Copy that.
0: I wanna say goodnight to our lovely studio audience. Roger. Good night. Should we talk Enjoying about this? something
1: before we call goodnight? Or should we actually talk about stuff or no?
3: Sentimental the places